Hello and welcome to Challenge Me Daddy, the podcast where two gays who love the challenge take a deep dive into the archives, spelled with a Q of course, starting from the very beginning, or as beginning as we can get, we're cheap, dissecting every moment, always questioning, is the challenge gay? I am one of your gay guides, Michael. And I'm Olivia, your other gay guide. Hello and welcome. Hello and welcome to the very last episode of our first season, Inferno 2. Wow. Wow. I can't believe we made it here. It feels like just yesterday, you know, everybody was coming into the Inferno, staring each other down. Yeah, and we were hating on all the Jesuses, you know, Julie and John. We have made some some 180s, some 360s, some, oh, yeah. some moves on people this season, for sure. Back and forth with our opinions all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, and if you missed last week, I don't know why you would, but if you did, Rude. we cheered on pod favorite Tanya as she wiped the floor with the boys in the unofficial belly flop competition. Fuck yeah. Iconic couple Veronica and Rachel showed off their iconic coupling with shirts declaring they are most naughty and naughty by association, respectively. We watched Jamie and Shavonda, also pod faves, thrive in the If Memory Serves Challenge. And we watched everyone be reborn and rise out of their beachy graves in the Crab Grab Challenge. (laughs) We cried with the best of them, specifically meaning Dan, Tanya, and Jamie. At the mere thought of losing our gay guide, Dan. But unfortunately, Surfer Goblin Lando Commando ripped Dan the man away from us. No. In the pegged inferno. I know. What a terrible time for an inferno to be called pegged. Like, I would usually be so excited. (laughs) (laughs) But it ended up being homophobic. Uh-uh. A tweet that's like name something that is both gay and homophobic pegged, pegged. totally totally i mean and the challenge at large if we're gonna oh, go there yeah so we're talking about the last two episodes of the season today there are and where do we start starting off episode 15 with I know. I know. More bullying, guys. Some more Tanya shaming. More Tanya shaming. It's not fun, so I'm just going to try to power through it. I love that. I love that. (laughs) Essentially, uh, Tanya wants to sleep before she cries, which is like hella a mood. Like, I am tired. I'm crying. I'm (laughs) the resident crier here, by the way. So (laughs) I really felt that deep Mm -hmm. in my bones. Mm Mm-hmm. But when she expresses this, Rachel's like, you just want to go to sleep so you can masturbate. Mm-hmm. And is clearly like telling Derek about it, who is mm-hmm. also chilling with, he's chilling with like Rachel, Tina, Veronica, and Tanya, who's trying mm-hmm. to sleep. And Veronica's like, no more masturbating while we're still up talking. And I'm like, well, don't talk while she's masturbating then. <laughs> That seems hella distracting. Right? And also, <laughs> more to the point, if someone's trying to sleep, don't talk in the room. Just, 
I'm very against that as a light sleeper. Yeah. Just yeah. go somewhere else. It's a go beautiful, big, gorgeous red house. Yeah. You have many rooms in which to talk. You could talk outside because you're in Mexico and it's warm. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is all great points that I didn't even think about. I was just mad. <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard to see through that blind rage. <laughs> uh, and Derek is shocked. Um, mm-hmm. And then Rachel and Veronica imitate Tanya mm-hmm. masturbating, supposedly. Mm-hmm. Allegedly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Tanya says, you guys are evil, mean bitches. It's true. It's a factoid. <laughs> facts are facts, America. <laughs> They're called the mean girls for a reason. <laughs> and unfortunately, Rachel announces in her confessional that it may look like me, Tina, and Veronica are all ganging up on Tanya. <laughs> Because uh, you you are. Um, <laughs> but the only reason why it looks like that is that she's making herself the outcast. Mm, right, of course. Right? And I'm like, yeah. what, she's just, because she's different mm. from, from you guys? Because mm. I'm pretty sure she's not doing that on purpose. And from what I've seen, she's making a lot of effort to fit in. I mean, uh, this... <sighs> Obviously, this makes no sense. This is, like, what bullies say. Yeah. It's just, like, exactly your point. Yeah. Like, Tanya is constantly trying to appease you. Constantly trying to be friends with you. Mm -hmm. Like, you are bullying her. Just own it if you're going to go this hard. Yeah, honestly. Turds. 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 Veronica asks if she can record Tanya next time she does this when she's sleeping. Mm -hmm. And Tanya rightfully responds that that's a violation of privacy and taking pictures of her while she's sleeping is a violation. Taking nude pictures of her is a violation. And she says, don't fucking go there, Veronica. Love it. Love it. Stand up for yourself. Like, how hard must it be at this point Mm -hmm. to continuously stand up for yourself? Like, I have respect for her. And, like, also not go to a place where you're just fucking something, like, punching somebody, you know? Yeah. At this point, I would be hitting people because I yeah. I would not be able to deal with that kind of pressure. Yeah, I think I would lose it. <laughs> right? Send me home. I don't care anymore. I would either cry the whole time or become violent. There is oh, no tea. in between. That's a big T. Yeah. So um, they all start laughing. Tanya says it's not funny. Um, Tina's a Gemini, so she just screams, what are we yelling about? That's so funny. (laughs) (laughs) I totally missed that. (laughs) Tina. Tina, Tina, Tina. You know. You know it. (laughs) (laughs) She really, like, sneaks out. Like, I feel like Rachel and Veronica tend to be very cruel. And Tina is just, like, kind of along for the ride. Yeah, I feel like anytime any drama or gossip is happening, Tina is there. Like, remember even before it was, like, her getting involved with the the Mean Girls drama? Mm-hmm. She was, she was like, hanging out with Robin and, and Beth when they mm-hmm. were, like, shit-talking Tanya. Because she just likes to be yeah. included <laughs> in the Mean Girl group. Oh, uh, yeah. Whoever that group happens to be. Unfortunately, I think I definitely would have been prey to that in 2005, you know? I want to be part of the drama, and I definitely don't want to be bullied. So uh, that's tough. That's tough. Right. And sometimes it's because you're the person who has been bullied that you're Mm -hmm. like, I have to associate myself with the bullies so that I don't become the bullied. Exactly. Well, if you get on Tanya's side now, you're absolutely going to be bullied. 
hundred percent if you defend her, unless you're Dan, because he's the biggest bitch around. So (laughs) (laughs) he can hold his own. Exactly. (sighs) So Tanya decides to go to sleep in another room. Love it. um, Because she just like doesn't really want to deal with this. Great call. Great call. (laughs) (laughs) And they fucking follow her into the room. Terrorism. That's terrorism. <laughs> Domestic terrorism. Oh my god, wow. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's terrorism in the home. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what it is. It's the opposite of shalom in the home. It's like, <laughs> shalom means peace, so. <laughs> Sorry, that was a deep reference for my Jews. <laughs> amazing so many deep references tonight (laughs) so um yeah basically they start yelling at each other it's not fun Mm -hmm. um tanya's like what are you trying to accomplish are you here why would you follow me i want to go to bed (laughs) oh my god yeah and veronica just keeps screaming oh god oh god which is her go-to yeah Oh, I think she's you, like, Veronica, also trying no. to like bring back the like masturbation joke. Maybe that's what it is, right? Yeah, it's possible. I I don't get it, but I mean, it's not a funny joke. It sh- no. it should just die. Like, um, why are you making fun of an orgasm? Right, <laughs> girl. That's a beautiful thing. <laughs> are you okay? <laughs> right, like, do you have any? Because you should tell Rachel if she's not pleasing you. Right. Oh, oh, okay. Did we clock Tanya's shirt here? Yes, we did. Of course, we did. Uh, and I love it. Yeah. You want to tell the listeners about the shirt? Tanya is wearing a shirt that just simply says, They're real? Question mark. Just right across her breasts. It's fantastic. Yeah. And she is notably not wearing a bra mm-hmm. either. And mm-hmm. they do look pretty real. So oh, they look great, Tanya lovely lovely love to see it we do love to see it so um luckily all that is you know really broken up by a doobie doobie doo because we get a text from dave and it says meet me at the grand bay marina for your next challenge wear your swimsuits team colors and sneakers and that's it that's it that's That's all all she wrote (laughs) she is dave mira supposedly She is Dave Mira. <laughs> and Shavonda reminds us that this is a tie-breaking challenge, so. D-Day. D-Day, she says. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then cut to the challenge, right? Get right to it. Fucking T. So this one's called uh, Heart Rate Bungee. They, right to the point. They know what they're talking about today. Uh, wow, yeah. I have so many thoughts about this. <laughs> I love this. Okay, so... They are paired up with a teammate that you have to bungee jump with. And before you bungee, uh, before you can be released vis-a-vis the bungee, both of you have to get your heart rate down to below 100 beats per minute. Rude. And the person with the lowest overall heart rate wins the life shield. Rude. And when you're standing up there pre-bungee, members of the opposite team can stand up there and heckle you before you go. Right. So how do you think you would do at this challenge? I have to know. That's a good question. And one that I was not prepared to answer. 
I don't think I would do great at this. Yeah. But, you know, I'm not giving up hope on myself. That's how I'm, that's where I'm going. I think maybe I could possibly do this. Yeah. What about you? You know, I actually did a a kind of therapy where you're like hooked up to monitors and Uh they like, you know, can tell whether you're relaxing well. And so you can find like different techniques to learn how to relax. That's cool. So I actually like kind of know, I guess I know practically how to bring my heart rate down, but I feel like I'm at a natural disadvantage because my heart rate is absolutely never below 100 beats per minute. And it's probably usually at like 130, just like pumping away. (laughs) There's a party in my chest. Yeah. So like, obviously, if you're not an anxious person, you're just automatically going to do better at this challenge. And I think that's very offensive. Literally all the men have no anxiety and they all just start with a heart rate basically below 100 beats per minute. Literally, because I was thinking, okay, so this is also a fucking weird challenge and we'll get into that in a moment. But Mm -hmm. it's like not a regular episode in not a regular episode of this type I guess in that it's not yeah yeah, it's not just a challenge for Mm. a check it's Mm -hmm. actually the challenge that also determines who gets the life shield because it's the one right before the inferno Mm -hmm. they're just putting two episodes into one and getting rid of one challenge for no good reason they try to make you think there's a reason but it's there's it makes no sense they clearly just got 16 episodes and then got to episode 16 and we're like wait shit What did we do? <laughs> like, oh, wait, fuck. I thought we had an extra one. No. Okay. I guess we can't be wrong. So funny. Before they actually do this challenge, they have to deliberate on which women, which woman, women, from the other team they want to put in the Inferno. And the reason that they give is that to have an even number of men's and women's Infernos, they have to do this. Mm-hmm. It makes no sense at all. Because, like, it makes sense that, yes, you have to get rid of a girl now, but, like, why couldn't we just have another episode? Right. Like, I don't think that's the reason. I think they're they're just not allowed to talk about production and be like, so we actually only have 16 episodes. (laughs) Y'all, we fucked up. (laughs) Yeah. So, basically, yeah, they have to deliberate about it. Yeah. Right on the beach, in the tents, right now. It's not the regular deliberation. We don't get them sitting in there on their terrace like they usually do. Mm-hmm. So the good guys, um, both Jamie and Shavonda want Tanya to go in because mm-hmm. they feel she's a weaker player. So they have a better bet. Um, according to Jamie, she cracks under pressure and is mentally unstable. Yikes. I know. Jamie. Yikes. So far you've said nothing unproblematic, but it's, you know, I mean, he there may really- be... There may be a, like a grain of truth to it, but I mean, I would not call myself mentally stable, so you know what right. I mean. Like, I'm not mentally stable, but yeah. I don't want you to call me yeah. <laughs> mentally unstable. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I would agree with that. That's a bit, uh... yeah. Like maybe you can, Olivia, but no one else. Everyone else, <laughs> <laughs> you can't call me mentally. Yeah, unstable. again, if you want to call us anything, just don't, please. Don't call us names. We we don't want never that. refer to us. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, never refer to us. <laughs> Please tell all your friends about us. Actually, <laughs> tell your friends about the podcast. Conflicting <laughs> messages here. Okay, it's fine. It's fine. Moving on. Yeah, the boys uh, they agree and um, they're like, sure, because it's your turn. Whatever. Yeah. 
good guys over and done with so fast. Yeah, the good guys are always just like, yeah, I'm, I'm fine, whatever. And um, Shavonda actually says she wants to be nominated by the badasses because she thinks she'd just slow her team down and she thinks Jamie is the stronger player. Shavonda! I, I mean, know. it's true, but I love that. Like, babe! I know, it's so true, but how self-sacrificing is that to be like, I know that I won't give, I'll be like bringing my team down, so instead of like getting a chance to go for the money, I'm gonna just, you know, hope that I get taken out. I mean, the tea is, I think the remaining good guys are good guys, you know? I think especially Shavonda and Jamie. I'm like, you're good people. Yeah, now that we've warmed to the Miz, and like, <laughs> I mean, Landon, Landon's got nothing but air between those ears, but you know, it's good air. <laughs> sometimes that's good you know yeah sometimes sometimes less is more (laughs) yeah then the badass is less agreeable for sure completely different story (laughs) so veronica and tina both want shavonda because they think she's the weaker competitor but the guys, and it seems mostly known assholes Abe and CT, by the way, yep. want them to vote in Jamie because they want the good team to be weaker, the good guys team to be weaker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Tina is not happy about this and says, I am not going to be overpowered by the men on this team. I'm not. <laughs> Tina is fantastic this whole time. I'm only rooting she's for so Tina. Funny. <laughs> Oh, she's incensed. Like she is in second. One second later, it's full rage. I love it. Absolutely. I mean, she's a Gemini. She could turn it on at a drop mm-hmm. of a hat. Mm. And she says, she says the only reason the men have now grown a pair is that they're not in danger, which is true. Yeah, that's just true. That's facts. It's <laughs> also funny. <laughs> yeah. They asked Tanya, like who do you want? You should get a say as well. And she says that she wants Jamie because she wants to actually take out the stronger player. Mm-hmm. She's very bold. Mm-hmm. But this, of course, makes mm-hmm. the mean girls very mad and they start yelling at her instead of the boys. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know why. Like, I mean, obviously Tina yelled at the boys, but like Rachel and Veronica are like. <laughs> I mean, I have a couple of thoughts. I mean, first and foremost, you can't get mad at Tanya. You have never shown her allyship you don't deserve her allyship right now. But I will say that in that moment, it did feel like, and I think if I was Veronica or Rachel, it felt a little pick me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where even to the point where it would be against your best interests, you're siding with the men, you know? It's very that. And I feel like that, that is just definitely an aspect of Tanya's personality I've noticed. And it's partially because mm-hmm. like, Clearly the girls aren't, you know, the girls are also like ostracizing her. So like she has no one other than the boys. So she's, you know, and we, 2005, especially we've all been that person. Exactly. The pick me girl is a concept that is so complex and that I just don't think can be very quickly written off, you know? Yeah. I mean, I've been that person who's like totally just like agreed with men for like ages longer than i would like to admit more recently than 2005 it's safety baby it is (sighs) gross yeah (laughs) so um abe (laughs) oh my god oh my god abe starts arguing and he's being a dick to the girls 
Um, and he says that apparently they argue the boys every time about who they put in. I don't know. Check the receipts. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> I'm likely to not believe it because it's coming from Abe's mouth. Mm-hmm. And he tells Tina, I hope you fucking go home. Mm-hmm. What a turd. <laughs> he acts turd. like such a child this whole fight. It's so annoying. He is a child. Yeah. He's the least valuable baby. <laughs> <laughs> Just period. <laughs> um, but then Abe kind of does a turnaround on us. But yeah, he totally does a turnaround. I hate this. I'm so mad about this. He literally pulls the other badasses aside, the other badass men aside. Yeah. He's like, listen, boys, I really thought about this. And like, the girls could like totally fuck up the final for us if we fuck them over right now. So like, we shouldn't do that. You know? You know? And like, why, why are you bringing Derek into this? He said nothing. <laughs> what I feel like is missing is I feel like they edited out a scene where Rachel has a, a genuine conversation and speaks to Abe like he's a little baby boy and explains this concept to him. And then Abe is like, oh, okay, I got this. I'm going to be the hero now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why? Why do you think Rachel specifically? I think Rachel is playing a behind-the-scenes game that we're not seeing. Damn. I think she's, I think she's got some puppetry in her. Um, conspiracy. But I also think Abe did not come to that by himself. And I think the only person left that's smart enough to have that conversation is Rachel. That's fair. That's very fair. This is very sleuthy you. of you. I don't know. I just got a vibe. I just got a feeling, and I'm going with it. Putting your uh, private investigator skills to good use. I wish I had a clacking keyboard right now. That's how I feel. <laughs> Put in a sound effect. Thank you. <laughs> so, yeah, they end up, the boys basically end up very reluctantly voting for Shivanda, which mm-hmm. Veronica points out. <laughs> and also, she points out that the only reason they're doing this is because they're worried that the girls will fuck them over. Mm-hmm. So we get the announcements. Obviously, the badasses pick Shivanda. The good guys nominate Tanya. Miz tells us that, in his opinion, it's win-win because if Shivanda wins, mm-hmm. they get her back. Mm-hmm. But if she loses, then they lose their weakest player, and they also give the badasses back their weakest player. Also, the moment that they call out Tanya, you just see Derek behind her so upset. He's like, no. Oh, like, They're so cute together. They're they, so cute. They truly have like a, a very cute bond. Uh, that's a straight couple that I root for. I don't know if they're a couple, but yeah. It's a straight couple. Pairing. <laughs> it's a ship. It's <laughs> a straight ship. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Tanya's like, I don't care. They don't support me, whatever. I'm going to win this anyway. She has a very Dan-like attitude about it. Mm-hmm. Classic. So back to the challenge because we randomly <laughs> took a break in the middle of the challenge after explaining what it was. Yeah, yeah. To do this That's what they did thing. to us, so we had to do it to you. We had to do it to you. Obligated. Um, Darrell and Landon go first, and uh, Darrell says he feels like Tanya does every day: paranoid, hyperventilating. Tanya and I have that in common. <laughs> I literally almost spat water out of my mouth. <laughs> that was poor timing. <laughs> no, it was great timing. 
Uh, it would not be great timing if you ruined your recording equipment, though. True, but here we are. But here we are, and you didn't. So he does say, though, that he feels at ease since he has actual Golden Retriever and known himbo, Lando Commando, mm-hmm. as his partner. <laughs> this was so precious. <laughs> I was so obsessed with all of Darrell and Landon talking about each other, being up there. It was so beautiful. Yeah, Darrell was like, I couldn't do this with anyone else. Oh my god, shut up! They're so, so in love. That's a and As soon as they announced that there was going to be um, like the option to smack talk your opponent and get in their head, Abe was like oh all over it. He was like so excited and I knew I was going to hate it. I was like, this is gonna suck for me. Okay, controversial opinion. This you is the it? only time that I like Abe. I know, I know, I, I know. I everyone knows how I feel about Abe, but for me, there is something about somebody taking something that seriously <laughs> that I kind of love. Oh my god! <laughs> I can't look at you right now. <laughs> him and tanya up there screaming was fantastic changed my mind (laughs) even before even before they go up there he's already doing it he's like right in the face of like landon and durell trying to like psych them out (sighs) but you know durell says the smack talk is actually helping him focus and blocking them out and we get to see like their heart rates live Mm-hmm. And Landon started off already at 100. Yeah, because yeah, he's got nothing going on. Yes, no worries. <laughs> he's like an embodiment of Akuna Matata. <laughs> oh my god, it's so funny. Yeah, and Darrell like, has a, a little bit more anxiety, but um, his heart rate does go down eventually. Yeah, standing next to Landon eventually, you know. He feels calm. He it's feels pretty loved. cute. He feels held. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're all like leaning on each other, like resting their heads against each other and like eyes closed and like deeply breathing. It's pretty cute. It's so cute. So Abe and Rachel go next. And I don't know how anyone can relax beside Abe. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and it definitely takes them longer than Darrell and Landon. Yeah. Abe is like, breathe in and out. And I'm like, I, I don't care what you're saying. Your tone is very pointed right now. Your voice is pointed. (laughs) (sighs) And then Shavonda and the Miz go pretty fast. And so fast. When they drop, Miz calls her sweetheart. It's so cute. Yeah, I also thought it was cute. I was like, somehow it's not gross and misogynistic. I agree. I also just think back to that one time where he was like, who's your daddy? And Shavonda said, Mike. And I'm like, ah! True, true, true. (laughs) That's another ship. Love it. Some good couplings this episode. Some great couplings. So Tina and Derek go, and it takes them 33 seconds. It's so good. I love it. They're the only team to go under a minute so far. Mm-hmm. I love it, too. I mean, obviously, they're both icons. I love them both. I know. I know. But then Jamie and Landon go. Obviously, Landon. We know he has no heart rate. <laughs> he's, he's, you know, medically dead. <laughs> cerebral nothing (laughs) there's nothing going on upstairs so So they go a second time and it actually like i kid you not takes two seconds that sounds crazy sounds like an exaggeration it's literally two seconds 
Like, go off, Jamie. You are so good at the challenge. I said she's a chill goddess, clearly. Uh, I, somehow, an Aries. Wow. Uh, right? A chill Aries goddess? But I mean, like, I do think Aries, like, somehow they have control over their anxiety. Totally. They're kind of chill in a weird way. While being no, totally. really hype. It's yeah. like the Hulk, you know? I've always said this, too. But it's like, <laughs> you, <laughs> Aries are just always like that. So it just seems calm, you know? Right, true. And I want to point out also that Landon starts off at 65 beats per minute. <laughs> medically like dead. Already medically dead. Like, <laughs> shouldn't your heart beat more than that? <laughs> I don't, I'm not a doctor, but. He's asleep. He's already asleep. <laughs> He's asleep. <laughs> so um, Abe and Veronica go next. And Abe again, he's at like 60 beats per minute. And he's talking. He's chatting. He's not even focusing. I'm just like, this This man is showing us that he could pass a lie detector. You know what I mean? Well, because he's a deeply terrifying person. Exactly. Like, he, he absolutely could pass a lie detector. I yeah. don't trust that man. He doesn't have feelings the same way we do. No, he's definitely not not human in some way. Um. So next up, uh, someone has to go up and heckle for from the good guys team. And Jamie and Shavonda are so excited to go. And the boys are like, okay, let the girls do it. And they run over to each other, like, jumping up and down to celebrate. It's truly so cute. <laughs> it is really cute. And they're heckling Tanya. So she says that she's heard so much worse in her life and it won't affect her. But when they get up there, they're they're just screaming. Like, they're just, like, embodying anxiety and, like, verbalizing it. They're like, ah! <laughs> And they're saying all sorts of things like, are you really ready for that inferno, Tanya? Are you ready to go down there? Because you're probably going to be sent home. And they're just reminding Tanya of the mean girls. And she's getting really agitated. And she's like, I really don't know how I'm going to get my heart rate down. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, her partner, CT. <laughs> asleep. He literally looks asleep. <laughs> He's like drooling. like. <laughs> yeah, dead. Literally dead. He hits 54 beats per minute. And they're like, oh, you hit 54 beats. And he's like. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't hear you. Yeah, yeah. The I, one of my favorite moments here is they edit kind of like Tanya's internal monologue, like what they imagine it to be. And it's just like screaming and different shots of like being bullied or like oh. all of these. And it's a mood. It's just like a flash of all of the terrible things that have happened to her on this season. Yeah. Like, I, that's, that's anxiety. I called it a horrible montage of all the trauma she's experienced on this season. And, uh... It's a mood, but also so rude, you know? <laughs> <laughs> And they've, they're told, like, they have five minutes to get their heart rates down or they DQ. And as soon as they say that, CT's rises to above 100, like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, he experiences some anxiety. Anxiety. <laughs> but yeah, basically, they can't. Tanya never really gets her heart rate down below 114. Yeah. Turns out having a lot of trauma is not really a benefit in this particular yeah. situation. <laughs> The part where they're just screaming, too, I think would really get me. Yeah, especially if you, like, have trauma related to screaming in any way. Like, that's it would get me, too. Just, like, I don't know. It's like an anxiety response when you hear someone else scream like that. That's so stressful. Yeah, like, the way Tanya and Abe were screaming when Landon and Darrell went up was more just, like, ah, like, loudness. Yeah. 
Yeah. But like the types of screams that yeah. that like Shavonda and, and Jamie were doing yeah. were like truly like like shrieking, shrieking, yeah. like fear yeah. screams. Yeah. 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 So because they DQ, um, mm-hmm. they get a penalty of ten minutes or something like ten seconds plus like half the the longest time. I don't know, but they get a lot of time added basically mm-hmm. as a penalty. Mm-hmm. So the good guys mm. end up winning that medium-sized check and they are up to 80k. Yeah, they surpass the badasses. They surpass the badasses. The badasses are still at 70k. And they announced the life shield winner and let me tell you before this, I was like, "Oh my god, maybe it's finally a challenge that a girl can win a life shield for yeah. on a girls elimination day." But it turns out the trauma of being exposed to sexism on a daily basis isn't really an advantage either. No, no, I ain't that the tea. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, the Life Shield winner is, I mean, literally, like, I'll give you so much money if you can guess. It's so easy. Is it CT? Uh Uh-huh. And? Landon? Yep, it's the guys who've been winning every single fucking life shield. <laughs> I guess on the good guys, it's like switches between Landon and the Miz, but either way. Yeah. Woof. It was uh, Woof. deeply disappointing to see. Deeply disappointing, but like every single one of these have been yeah. geared towards male strengths. It's really annoying. It makes sense why they've never done this again. Yeah, it does. So cut to the Inferno. Right away. (laughs) (laughs) And this inferno is called Spinner. Oh, yeah. And you're literally strapped to a wheel, and they spin that wheel, baby. Spin that wheel. (laughs) (laughs) I said, um, uh, oh, my God, is this the one that Cam had to do where she barked all over herself? Yeah, I thought of that, too. (laughs) And I was like, oh, God. Oh, God. I don't want to see people puke. Mm -hmm. But in this instance, puking is illegal. You lose if you puke, which is offensive. Very offensive. First, they are targeting people with anxiety based on heart rate. Oh, my God. Now they're targeting people with anxiety based on our weak-ass stomachs. I mean, this is not our show, as we've discussed, but this would definitely not be our episode. Uh. No. Yeah, no. I mean, if you were like, you're going to bungee jump, my heart rate would not go down below Mm -hmm. 200 beats per minute. Same. Honestly, same. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, and we are both resident pukers, so uh, (laughs) would not go well. No. So yeah, basically they're strapped to these wheels. They're going to be speeded up and slowed down randomly, and they have to hold on to their team flag. And if they let go, well, Dave Mira tells them <laughs> there really are no rules. But and then he lists a bunch of rules. <laughs> Dave, uh, Dave, how many rules are there usually? <laughs> if this is no rules, like I mean, there's not really a rule. It's just hold oh. on to the flag. It's just a lot of ways you could be DQ'd because, yeah. like, yeah. If, yeah. They lo- if they lose the flag, obviously, they're DQ'd. Mm-hmm. If they puke, if they pass out, if they verbally yell. Yeah. What other kind Verbal. of yelling is there, Dave? You know, that that other type of yelling. Non-verbal you know that one? yelling. <laughs> you yell with your eyes. Yeah. Um, giving up also. Mm-hmm. They're out if they give up, which, duh. Um. 
yeah, so it seems horrible. I would hate this. Mm-hmm. And uh, Shavonda thinks that this is going to be easy because she's not about to puke or give up or let go of the flag. She said, I ain't puking. And I said, I am puking. <laughs> <laughs> Politely disagree. I will be cannot relate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And that's so really, like, as we saw with Cam, it's the worst oh. situation to puke in because it's going to be everywhere. It's also fair that you, if you puke, you lose. Because actually, just stop at that point. Don't, right? don't make that keep happening. Yeah, that was Please. awful. Please. Yeah. So, as it starts, um, they start spinning and Shavonda's like, should I sing for you guys? And Tanya's like, please be quiet. <laughs> and Shavonda's like, maybe I should sing. <laughs> yeah, Shavonda starts shit talking. I did honestly did not see that for Shavonda, although we did just see that for Shavonda. We yeah, just right, saw- right. <laughs> yeah. Just saw Jamie and Shavonda shit talking really well. GGG. But I mean, I do love that for Shavonda. I love that she is a nice person, but can also shit talk. Go off. Right? Get you a girl who can do both. And then Shavonda starts saying, like, are your legs loose? And she's complaining about having loose legs. And she's like, I'm rubbing something raw every time I do a revolution. And she says her back really hurts. And eventually it just gets too much and she taps out. Yeah. And Tanya wins and just screams, you're stuck with me! Iconic. So iconic. And obviously, the badasses are not taking it well. They're very pained. Um, (laughs) Pained. But whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Tanya decides she's going to get some rest afterwards and not try to piss her team off. And going to try to find some teen unity, to which I say, good luck. I said, I hope that means more grinding. More grinding on Derek. That's team unity, baby. Yes. Unify your genitals. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So, yeah, it's sad to see Shavonda go. And she's upset to have let her team down, but also thinks her team is in a better position to win as a small but strong team. Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, she says tearful goodbyes and stuff. And Tanya says, I've earned my spot. You can kiss my ass. And we get a nice post credit scene where Darrell and Rachel are playing with dolls. Yeah, that's exactly what I said. I also said that they make the Mrs. doll just pace back and forth yeah. in the balcony of the Inferno. <laughs> I was like, that's funny. Yeah, they're really, really taking the piss out of the Miss, which is great. As you should, yeah. All right, so what? What do, let's go into awards. What was your look of the week? Um, so I was not impressed by any any of the looks this episode. So I decided to go right back to the very beginning and pick some nice ones from the intro sequence when oh. they all come in. Yeah. So my absolute fave is obviously Veronica because she comes in with this like strapless, silky, like flowy crop top and it's stunning. But I did give an honorable mention to Dan for the deep V and the eyeliner and Derek because he is um, shirtless with a tie and a jacket and it's great. Ooh, so sexy because they're badasses. They have to be like, you know, eyeliner rebellious. (laughs) What was your look of the week? Mine was obviously Tanya's their real shirt with no bra. 
Yeah. Look at the no, week. That was good. That was good. Yeah. It was very good. It was very good. Uh, who was your best in gay? My best in gay was Tanya because mm-hmm. being bullied is very gay. You know, us gays can relate <laughs> to that plight and I'm rooting for her. Go off. Uh, yeah. Um, mine was Darrell and Lando Commando bungee jumping together. Oh, that's true. They, you know, they're truly in love and that's really I love beautiful. So it's, it's but I love that gay. we've made Tanya an honorary gay. She wants to be gay. She said it. So, you know, <laughs> that's all it takes. Come on in, girl. Yeah. Yeah. Who is your most valuable daddy? Tanya. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Solid. Absolutely. She won the Inferno. She said, fuck all of you. And she's fucking masturbating all the time. I love that. <laughs> Self-love. <laughs> yes, bitch. <laughs> what about you? Mine is Jamie for getting her heart rate so low so fast. Two seconds. TTT. Jamie Chung has been killing it. And while still getting no recognition because she still didn't win a live shield. T. How did she not? Oh, I guess because she was also with. Because fucking Landon has no heartbeat. He's clinically dead. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And who's your least valuable baby? Oh, mine was Abe. I know, I know. know. It was Abe. (laughs) (laughs) Who was yours since you enjoyed Abe? Um, I did. I I had some value for Abe this week, so mine was CT. Fair. That's the the other obvious choice. The other obvious choice. (laughs) Yeah, bigger that, Or you could loop all the mean girls into one and be like, just them. Just I mean, having gone through all of the awards from this season there's definitely a pattern yeah we'll get into that once we're done this next episode which is the very last episode wow wow the final the final and we begin because we obviously miss both our t-mobile sidekick twos and the villa Mm -hmm. we open on a stunning shot of the villa to the beautiful tune doobie doobie doop <laughs> um so the Miz actually says, guys, 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 I've got a text message on my T-Mobile sidekick too. He said it, it says, Congratulations on making it this far. Your final challenge is tomorrow. Wear your team color swimsuits and sneakers. Be ready to leave by 8 30 a.m. to go for the gold. Good luck, Dave. Because Dave wrote it personally. He did. He crafted that text message himself. What a talented man. <laughs> Multi-talented. Multi-talented. You can drive cars and write text messages. And count money really fast. Oh my god. Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah. I do. Great point. Yeah. Okay. So CT and Derek have a nice discussion about what they're gonna do if they win the whopping 150k. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, Derek just says he'll be shocked and he has no plans for the money, apparently. He's just like, I'm going to be shocked. That's what I'll do. (laughs) (laughs) But it is at this point that CT speaks in exclusively challengesms. Because he says that it's all going to come down to who wants it more and that the badasses have more heart than they do and that that's why they're going to win. Wow, CT. Thank you. This is the only thing valuable you've brought this entire season besides good looks. Yeah. Yeah. This whole episode, he really he really brings out the challenges. And we love him for that 
only. Only. (laughs) (laughs) So before we go in, sorry, I just wanted to ask you, do you think it is an advantage or a disadvantage to have fewer people on your scene, on your team? I think it is. It depends on the thing. Mm -hmm. I think usually it's almost an advantage, like Mm -hmm. contrary to what you'd think, because in a lot of the challenges finals I've seen when they have more people, like I'm thinking War of the Worlds 2, where um, the American team had like a bunch of people because they were all part of an alliance and they had to carry more weight because they had weight per people, whereas the UK team was smaller. So like a lot of the time it becomes a disadvantage, but I think overall, it, I kind of agree with what Doral says like very shortly after this is that it doesn't really matter and it's more about teamwork. Mm-hmm. I I agree with both. I think at this point it tends to be that having fewer people in the final is an advantage because yeah. you you kind of trimmed the fat in a way. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's easier to work as a team if there's fewer of you. Very true, especially right? if you don't you're not all like very headstrong people. Fucking tea. But yeah, that's that was my cue vis-a-vis the final. Yeah, it's a great cue. And they they go into that too. Like Miz is nervous about the size of the team. But like I said, Jarrell doesn't think it's about the team size. He thinks it's about the teamwork. It's not the size of the penis, it's the motion of the ocean or whatever. Size of the penis. <laughs> that's how people say it. <laughs> You know, that colloquial term. <laughs> Dick size don't matter. Yeah. Dick movement do. <laughs> That's what I always say. <laughs> and um, Tina, it's Tina's first final and she's amped and she's wearing a rare blue variety of the I Heart My Pussy shirt. I know! Uh, a different species. A rare blue variety of the species. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I was going to say that the badass girls are all wearing switch hitter shirts for the final. And I feel like yes. that's for us. Yeah, they right? were like, let's bring back the bisexual shirts. Yes, for the bisexuals. For the bisexuals who are making a podcast in like <laughs> many years. 15, 16 years. 16 yeah. years. Thanks for the math. <laughs> but yeah, they arrive at the challenge. It looks like a regular tri- challenge. It's not mm-hmm. exciting. So it's just a triathlon. That's the final. It's just a boat and a bike and a run. Yep. It's called Monkey <laughs> Revenge for some reason. Oh, wow. Is that where they are? Like, I don't know. But they have to, you know, do a variety of things, um, like you said. But then afterwards, they have to solve a riddle and it'll get mm-hmm. them inside the Inferno. And the first team inside the Inferno who solved the riddle. And also, they all get sets of keys because each uh, equipment or each leg of the triathlon has equipment that they have to unlock yeah. um, with one of the keys. Which is another reason why being a, a large group is a disadvantage because you have more keys to try. And it's just going to be a mess trying all those keys with all those people. Such a mess. Yeah, the badasses have... Uh, discovered that they got to actually work together so apparently they're committed to that this is what rachel says (laughs) but i'm skeptical (laughs) understandably skeptical yeah yeah and they jump off basically they jump off a boat and they have to swim to a raft 
and then they have to unlock their paddles with their variety of keys and start paddling. So they all do that, and we already it is way easier for the good guys to get going because they have less keys, and they're off, and the, the badasses are still struggling. And just screaming. Just clearly <laughs> not working as a team, like, immediately. It's one of those things that's much easier said than done. Much easier said than done. <laughs> much easier. <sighs> yeah. And oh my god, the badasses. Such a mess. I literally covered my face with my hands. This was such a mess to watch. Such a mess. CT is being so annoying. (laughs) He's he's like yelling, dig deep, dig deep, and Abe is doing like this row stroke one, two, according to CT. That's that's in his words. I'm pretty sure he's just trying to keep them all in sync which is actually helpful if you're rowing on a large boat they like, do helps. show a clip though where abe is saying all of those different things at different times i do <laughs> still think it's helpful but he does switch what it, he's saying every time for some reason <laughs> so it's like what do you what do you mean use a consistent word yeah pick like, a word abe like and stroke and yeah. stroke. like you don't even have to be fancy with it just say one two or and stroke whatever go Go, go. It's, it's, it's so so simple, Abe. Yeah. What I said is that it's army nonsense that is confusing everyone. <laughs> Classic. So yeah, they're having a hard time steering. <laughs> the good guys, meanwhile, they're clearly going in sync and they're way further ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then we get truly probably just there are actually some very good moments in this very boring final and this is one of them because tanya is yelling back at ct because she's so frustrated Mm -hmm. that he is screaming all the time and as she's doing that she kind of turns in a weird way and ends up falling off of the boat and derek obviously being the angel he is grabs her and tries to save her and also falls out of the boat and they're immediately being swept away and everyone is just trying to grab them (laughs) i am so stressed out the whole time (laughs) it's such a mess yeah i think like derek like just immediately went for it and is just so scared like scared to lose tanya and then he also (laughs) grabs they're like grab the oar and so he grabs the oar too and then at that point is over oh my god (laughs) he's going under you know he's gone he's a goner but yeah Yeah. they obviously eventually get tanya and derek back in the boat but uh... yeah they're fine but it was a mess for a hot sec time they did not have to lose you know they did not like basically almost right after that the good guys arrive on land they start running for the bikes they get them unlocked before the badasses are even on the shore mm-hmm. and tina's like i think we can still gain on them in the riddle because the good guys may be fast but they're stupid <laughs> and we find out the miz is also concerned about the puzzle um because he's like well the lead won't matter if we can't solve it mm-hmm. Which is fair. I think it's always very looming when there's like a riddle at the end of the challenge that you have no idea what it could be, you know? Yeah, and you know, I don't think Miz's strong suit would be riddles. <laughs> I think that that Tina has some points. Some points were made. Yeah. I mean, they have Jamie, who is obviously the brains of the operation. That's what I thought, too. I was like, well, maybe Jamie and like possibly also Darrell, Darrell might be able yeah. to help them. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the Miz and Landon are definitely stupider. Dead weight. But you know what? It's good because they're not going to be competing to like direct this 
puzzle or whatever. Exactly. That's teamwork, baby. Yeah, they'll take a back seat, which is yeah. what they should do. <laughs> so, yeah, they eventually both teams are up and biking. And um, the good guys are pretty concerned about their time. They're trying to get Jamie to go faster. And she's like, you do know I'm going to have to run after this. Like, mm-hmm. I should save my legs in there. And they're like, no, no, go, go, go. <laughs> no, 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 go, go, go. <laughs> and Darrell's bike wheel pops at one point, so they have to stop for a moment, and they're really panicking because they don't know how far ahead they are, which is quite, oh, quite. So stressed <laughs> for this. Yeah, his chain pops out. Oh, that's what it was. to fix it. And yeah, literally my heart is pounding. It's so stressful. <laughs> Not below 100 beats per minute. <laughs> my bps baby they're up all the way up so yeah um tanya is trailing the badasses and they're being very annoying about it except for Derek, of course Mm -hmm. and honestly not really tina either just because she's struggling too (laughs) and they're like Mm -hmm. tina you don't want to be the last girl you know how much um tanya hates being last yeah and the good guys they almost go past their chest just proving that like you know, they may be strong, but they don't have that many brains. They just have one, and it's Jamie's. <laughs> she's the only one to be like, guys, the chest. Guys, yeah. stop. Literally stop. Uh, so funny. And why the chest? Because it's full of golden running shoes. Shoes. Oh, my God. They have to unlock their shoes. The equipment for running is shoes which folks. they are surely already wearing <laughs> <laughs> woof uh, love to see it so they get on their shoes. gold running shoes and they, <laughs> they get on her they leave the other shoes behind <laughs> because they only need one pair my question is also like are the gold shoes broken in because if no. they're brand new ow Ow! Uh, I thought the exact same thing. I was like, that's mean. Straight up. I would be in so much pain. Uh, Straight up mean. And none of them mention having like blisters, but like you would if you were wearing brand new shoes. The good guys are long gone uh, by the time the badasses get to the chest. Mm -hmm. And when the running begins, Tanya very much feels like she can't continue mood. I hate running. Um, And she's like, I'm going to pass out. So she starts walking. Her team is very upset. And Abe is being omnipresent behind her, just like pushing her on, like literally pushing her. Yep. So annoying. Uh, they're all being really annoying, obviously. And like mostly just to Tanya. Again, obviously, even though Tina is also really struggling. Yeah. But they're, again, they're mostly picking on Tanya because mm-hmm. they're bullies. <laughs> Well, because then Rachel starts saying that (laughs) Tanya is hurting her by making her walk, which was my favorite part. (laughs) (laughs) Hurting me. What? (laughs) That's the moral shit right there. (laughs) She fucking dear. On the good guys team, Miz and Jamie are tapping out. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, Jamie already said that was going to happen, but anyone who knows the Miz also thought Miz was going to tap out because endurance is not his strong suit. He's just a big, muscly baby. That's what he's good for. But meanwhile, Darrell and Landon are just like, they're breezing through this. They're like, I feel great. Yay. This is what I do every day. This this is great. And the Miz is like, my legs are tired and my body is shutting down. (laughs) 
He's like, Jamie and I are struggling. (laughs) (laughs) I might die. Yeah, yeah. And while this is happening also, Abe and CT and Derek are taking turns carrying Tina and Tanya on their shoulders. Yeah. Um, I just have to ask if that's really the best way to do this. Like, why not on your back? Like, backpack style, you know? Like, any other way. That's, like, so much weight on your shoulders. Yeah. It's really stupid. And Veronica is, like, very annoyed by it because it's easy for her. So she's like, why is it hard (laughs) for them? I mean, classic final, you know? Yeah, exactly. You're just people being very, you know, it's different once you're in a competitive spirit and you just want to win. Like we can sit here and be like, relax, whatever. (laughs) But it gets stressful when you're like, I really need to win this. I really want that money. Yeah. Yeah. So the good guys end up at their box and they have to do math based on knowing the age of their first three teammates to be sent home. So we get to, we get the info on what their ages were. Mm -hmm. And everyone is younger than me, except for John. Jesus John, who is 30. (laughs) Are you pissed? (laughs) I'm pissed. Yes. I am pissed. Correct. Yes. Correct. I am pissed and I want them to be older. <laughs> but they are I mean, now. now. Ha! 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 <laughs> <laughs> Who's old now? Huh? Bitch. You literally, you are. Time passed. Ha! Yeah. <laughs> okay. I am like proud of them for remembering everybody's names or everybody's names. <laughs> everybody's <laughs> <ages. Us>. yeah. <laughs> We're just trying to remember their names. Literally, though, I was like, we. I literally wrote meticulous, like, pages of notes for this season, and I could not tell you what order people went home in. Yeah, I couldn't either. I was like, when they were like, who's the third to go home? I was like, don't look at me. I don't even know who's on your team. I don't even know. But I would like to also point out that it is Jamie who remembers everyone's age. Duh. And it's Darrell who does all the math. Duh. So we were correct about the the two most useful brains. T. Darrell is really the star of this. And Jamie, because like, I mean, Darrell's good at everything. Exactly. He's he's a star. But Jamie, I'm just very impressed by her memory skills. Like, a skill I do not possess. Also, she fucking held her own in that final. She did, yeah. And like, oh she, my god, she ran for like a good portion of that part, and she kept up with them on the bikes. Yeah, and she like really held her own, and wasn't even maybe the weakest on their team. It was probably Miz, honestly. Fucking team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the good guys win. They unlock the box, and uh. Jamie Chung, iconic actress, is a winner. She's so happy. And I was right about Darrell winning the season. So good for me, but also easy easy guess because he's won a lot. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I knew the good guys won this season. Uh, Right. You you said you knew, yes. Um, But I think I, I was much happier when I actually saw the whole season and was like, Okay, no, that's that's the correct. Answer. It's a satisfying win because, in the end, the bad badasses lost because they couldn't work together as a team, and that's always a really good reason to lose, you know. T and it is like they they all try and make it this like moral thing. Like the yeah. Miz says that good always prevails over evil, bitches. Bitches. <laughs> 
<laughs> and later, Rachel says that maybe it doesn't pay to be a badass. Yeah, and Landon says, good guys can finish first. Oh, babies. And they reflect on their journey of starting off losing, which is another reason why it's a satisfying ending, mm-hmm. because they were the underdogs, and it's always good to see the underdogs win. Yeah, and I, I think they're the underdogs. They end up being such a good team, and they're so nice to each other. And then after watching everybody, like, shit on each other, on the badasses, it's Truly. like, yeah, no, I don't want to see you win. Yeah, it would be almost painful to watch them win, I think. So, like, seeing them lose was satisfying in a way. Mm-hmm. And they, we get a compilation of the best moments and the misses. His happiest moments were every moment. <laughs> oh, I wrote that down too. I loved it so much. She's so cute. And they show a compilation of these happiest moments, which includes how happy he was to see the clothes in the pool. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite. And he says, uh, like, the, you know, when he says, I love this challenge. Yeah. And, I just imagine um, the Miz as like that yoga pose that is just happy baby. Happy baby, yeah. Happy baby. He is a happy baby. A happy baby. That's who he is. Happy baby. <laughs> Another one of his highlights was uh, apparently when he ate the chili. <laughs> <laughs> and the belly flopping contest. I mean, I gotta agree with him. So yeah, the the badasses obviously they arrive solemnly. They lost. They give a little sad hug to the good guys. Tanya is feeling really upset and blaming herself and Tina is crying because she had to be carried. But honestly, I feel like neither of them should really blame themselves. Like, yes, they did slow down their team in certain portions, but the team was already so behind from the rowing part. And that was due to the way they worked as a team purely. Mm -hmm. I mean, they were never going to win this. You know, you can't blame it all on Tina and Tanya. This, This was not in the cards for you. And I think, like, especially the other day when Derek and CT were talking about it, where Derek was like, I will be shocked if we win. Yeah. I think a lot of them Correct. knew that they were not the team to win, you know? I don't think CT knew, but I think a yeah. lot of them knew, yeah. <laughs> CT, speaking of, says another challenge is on because he says that the good white guys just wanted it more, clearly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a minute. You were wrong. You said you guys had more heart, but I don't know. They just wanted it more. That's what happens, you know? Yeah, the good guys are super happy. And in the post credit scene, okay, Landon and now. Oh. Hold on. I have some things to say. First and foremost, The Miz wipes a tear off of Darrell's face when they're holding the medium sized check. <gasps> and it's so beautiful. I loved it so much. Oh my God. Tender. Yeah, they all win the Dell 42-inch plasma TV again. And Landon now has two because he also won it last time. And Dave's like, yeah, you go in for your bedroom and for your living room. And Landon's like, fuck yeah. He's just like, peace, yeah. He's going to put it in the bathroom and watch it while he shits. <laughs> also, how many of these Dell TVs do they have that they're just like, get rid of them, honestly? Dell was like, we're not doing TVs anymore. Please, just get rid of these. Yeah. Yeah. And I just have to one more time say that Jamie Chung, acclaimed actress, just won her one and only challenge. Like, and what we were there to witness it. <laughs> we were there. <laughs> and you were there now. Wow. And you were there, listener. Um, what a journey. Like, can't believe we just saw that acclaimed actress 
Jamie Chung win her one and only challenge. That is a thing. Right? That's moving. That is truly moving. I know. know. And Aries. And also saying I've never won anything and being an Aries. What a special moment for you. I'm so glad we got to be here. (laughs) Yeah. No, it's it's fantastic. I this is what I mean too. I think everybody left on the good guys is just like so great. Yeah, they're like cute. Yeah. They're cute. Little babies. Little baby face. So in the post credit scene, Landon announces that everyone on the good guys team is a thousand air. <laughs> and the Miz explains, because Jamie's like, what the fuck? <laughs> the Miz explains that there's millionaires mm-hmm. and there's billionaires, but these people here in this room are thousand airs. <sighs> Those crazy kids. Those silly boys, <laughs> you know? Landon. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to be a thousand air, you know? That sounds great. I come on, a thousand air. I'll take it. All right. <laughs> Let's uh move into the awards for this very last episode of the Inferno 2. Who gets the award for look of the week? Okay. You know, again, I wasn't super impressed, so I gave it to the final return of the Switch Hitters group ensemble number. What a moment. Yeah. We needed to see those shirts again. Right. And I liked that we brought it back for the final. I thought that was really nice for us. What about you? Yeah. So mine was um, the look on Jamie's face when she won. What an icon. I love that. That's so cute. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Okay. Who's your best and gay? My best and gay is going to go to Veronica and Rachel because it is the last time we are going to see them on this challenge. Perhaps the last time we'll see them while they are in love mm-hmm. because unconfirmed, maybe they are in love. Mm-hmm. What about you? Uh, mine was the Miz wiping a tear from Darrell's eye as they bask in the glow of the biggest medium size check. <laughs> the biggest medium it size is. check. <laughs> It's the final and the biggest. I loved it so much. Yeah, that's a very tender moment that I did not catch, but we'll I'm get glad. it on the gram, you know? Absolutely. So, who's your most valuable daddy? Who's the last most valuable daddy? My final most valuable daddy has to be Jamie Chung, fucking icon, acclaimed actress, challenge winner. Yes. Um, and I gave a special mention to The Miz and specifically Darrell, but not. Not Landon. Sorry, Landon. Oh, burn! <laughs> Why not Landon? Is and I love Darrell. And Landon's fine. He is fine, yeah. <laughs> what about you? I kind of wanted to give it to all of the good guys. Me too. But I decided to give it to Darrell because he truly breezed yes. through it. He made it look so easy. And it makes sense why he's won, like, the most challenges in a row mm-hmm. out of anyone. Mm-hmm. No, I totally agree. I, I think Jamie and Darrell were really the stars of this this show. Absolutely. They carried their team. And who was your final least valuable baby? My least valuable baby mm-hmm. was CT because he was so annoying the whole time. Wow. Okay. Okay. This is actually huge, and we'll understand why very soon. Um... Uh, my least valuable baby. <laughs> All right. My least valuable baby was Rachel. I'm not really sure why, to be honest with you. 
Um, uh, I think it was oh. the the remark about her not being able to walk that she had to be running um, mixed <laughs> with just like her reaction to losing in some points. I don't know. Right. I just wasn't feeling racial this episode apparently. That's fair. That's fair. It was a hard episode to love Rachel, but overall we do love Rachel and I'm sure she has evolved since then and she's a gay, so she will always be dear to our hearts. Absolutely. Well, now that that's over, we get to the challenge me daddy final awards, uh, where we award the best of the best from this season. So hello and welcome to challenge season 10 Inferno 2 roundup award show. Tonight, we will be taking a look back at this season of Challenge Me Daddy, talking about our favorite moments, recapping this glorious season of reality television. And tonight's categories are look of the saison, best, best in gay, (laughs) most, most valuable daddy, and least, least valuable baby. (laughs) All the titles are just so catchy. (laughs) Thank you so much. Okay, so first up, we have look of the saison. And as you know, we were blessed with so many great looks this season. So many. Uh, in fact, this was by far our most varied category. So it was hard to pick. But I think we all know what's going on here. But mm-hmm. tonight's nominees are... <gasps> nominees. The Villa. True. The Mrs. Ass in a Speedo. Sexy. Landon pre-haircut. Very important distinction. (laughs) And finally, the switch hitters shirt. Yes. Now, if your guess was the switch hitters shirt, you're not wrong. But in this case, think of them as a stand-in for all of the great graphic tees that we had on this season. And then I'm imagining like an in-memoriam type song playing right now. Uh, So now we will take a moment to remember some of the greats. Future MILF. If it makes you happy. Lesbian. Eighth wonder of the world. They're real? Question mark. (laughs) I heart backseats. (laughs) Jesus is real (laughs) I want to sleep with her (laughs) She's killer in bed I heart my mommy And finally Not the Mrs. Homophobic shirt Also boo Yeah. Yeah Wow Yeah so how do you feel about that accurate yeah i think it's accurate yeah there's really no other option it's it's the graphic tease for me it's a truly a mystery that must be solved like where do they come from where do they go where do they come from (laughs) (laughs) yeah rachel veronica we know it's you so let us know what's going on here (laughs) we have deep conspiracies about (laughs) t-shirts so moving on to best in gay as you know we came to this season gay and hungry 
True. And surprisingly, we were fed. We were well fed this season. We didn't even have to headcanon anyone being gay because everyone was gay. So many gays. We were blessed by so many gay icons this season. And it's hard to pick just one. But again, I think we all know where this is going. I think so. I can <laughs> guess. I can guess. The nominees are Karamo. An icon. Tanya. Gay by association. Yep. <laughs> Honorary gay. Honorary gay. Dan. <laughs> and finally, Veronica. Friend of the pod. Mm-hmm. And the winner is Dan by a landslide. Yes! <laughs> he had eight wins total. Karamo had four and Tanya and Veronica each had two. Wow. Wow. We really, really loved Dan. We really, really love Dan. That's not an exaggeration. Yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of, <laughs> most valuable daddy. Most, most valuable daddy. Sorry. Uh, here at Challenge Me Daddy, we like to say that everyone can be a daddy if they try hard and believe in themselves. Truly. <laughs> we always say that. That's something we always say. <laughs> but the following nominees were truly the best of the best, allegedly. Allegedly. First up, we have Tanya again. Makes oh, both lists, of course. Respect, yeah. of course. Uh, we have Dan, of course, again. Yeah, obviously. obviously. Yeah. Yeah. We have Rachel. Kind of a surprise, but she was up Love there. It. I know. Love it for her. And Julie. Julie. <laughs> Surprise nomination. Surprise nominee. Um, anyone just listened to episode one and then jumped to this episode, <laughs> they're like, what the fuck? There's some really funny like analytics on people who got both a lot of least valuable daddies or a lot of least valuable babies and also a lot of most valuable daddies. I bet it's Miz and Julie. It's just Miz and Julie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and Rachel, actually. Okay, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Makes sense. Um, and obviously tonight's winner of most, most valuable daddy is Dan again. Yeah. <laughs> Dan again. Oh he got God. eight wins. Tanya got five and Julie and Rachel both got three. Wow. Dan just sweeping that competition. <laughs> yeah. Dan won tonight. Uh, and our final category tonight is least, least valuable baby. Uh, and this was by far our most contentious and close race. Ooh. While this season was full of great people, we can't pretend that there weren't some full-on babies in the mix. <laughs> <laughs> there were so many babies. The following nominees showed incredible proficiency in being offensive, rude, annoying, and probably homophobic. <laughs> <laughs> And tonight's nominees are Julie. <laughs> deserved. Abe, obviously. Oh, so deserved. CG, obviously. Very deserved. And the Miz. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the tracks, the tracks. That tracks. And the winner is decided I'm by this last. Last least valuable baby, yours is Cece. Yes! Cece <laughs> had a total of seven wins. Abe had a total of five. Julie also had five. And the Miz <laughs> had four. Wow, we were all over the map with that one, but 
I think we clearly decided that CT was the worst. Right? Right? There were there were a lot of people that displayed a lot of uh, least valuable things. So, yeah. I'm glad CT really rose above that. <laughs> <laughs> and that concludes the Challenge Me Daddy final awards. Yay! That was great. Love yeah. that. Way yeah. better than the Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I agree. Yeah. So concise. Which means that concludes our coverage of Inferno 2. That's that's our first season, y'all. Thank you so much for listening. Wow. Wow. You are truly the most valuable daddy of my heart. Oh, wow. That was so good. That was great. Thank you. You're also (laughs) the best in gay. Mm -hmm. And you know what? I just want to say for any listeners that aren't gay, Mm -hmm. you are now. You're welcome. (laughs) You, like Tanya, get to be an honorary gay. Um, If you email us at challengemedaddy at gmail.com, we will send you a sticker that just says, I'm gay now or honorary gay, your choice. Please, you know, if you're not already, follow the socials at Challenge Me Daddy on Instagram and at Challenge Me Dad on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And stay tuned because we will eventually release. Drum roll, please. <laughs> the ruins. No. <laughs> the duel. The duel. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm very excited. We're going to get to, in all the juiciness of CTs, rise from least valuable baby to potentially less. Less least, least less valuable, least valuable baby. Hopefully more valuable as he learns to love oh. um, and his heart <laughs> melts. <laughs> we will see you for Zedul. Um <laughs> Please... Tell your friend about the pod and uh, rate us on iTunes. Give us us five stars like we deserve. Mm -hmm. And we'll see you soon. So soon. Before you know it, we'll be back. Stay homo, babies.